starving, I'm ready. I ain't with the gas, the only time I'm unlit is when I'm writing with this pen. Rappers can't be friends, y'all can play pretend, but see my system on the fridge, so I can't join up with two kids. Adam gave a rib, and you just feed these women lies and keep some diamonds in the hill. I'm cut from a different cloth, and this cloth couldn't wipe no tears. See, I'm trying to top me a tear. They trying to top with me off, but they do it like they sisters. Kind of sloppily all, and I'm feeling like yourself. Out of pocket and charged, I'll probably take it too far. i probably take it to Mars. You probably take it a yard. i take you right to the yard for the mic. Gotta do it all for the wall, for the mic. I'm here, the stars go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. Yeah. Gotta do it all through the wall for the mic. Air to the stars, go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. For the love, for the mic. Yeah. You are now locked in to WPPM, LP Philadelphia, 106.5 FM. And this is The Mic, hosted by Isaac Patterson the Six and Jalil Muhammad. Amplify the culture. And welcome once again to... A beautiful, I know, I saw that actually. Yeah. Um, welcome once again to a beautiful show with uh, um, the mic with the six and J So Guapo, bro. How are you, bro? Hey, you already know, bro. Good day. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a good time. It's a good time to be alive, man. What a time to be alive. Two should be coming out soon. As That's our first hip hop reference for today. Remember, we got to have a quota. Um, yeah, man. So, so a few things have been going on in the hip hop world recently. I cannot wait to get into today's interview actually with, um, our first, um, legend. Uh, um, Cornbread the Legend is, is here today. As we said last week, man, Cornbread the Legend is, is, has come through to the studio. If you don't know who Cornbread the Legend is, then you're probably a young boy that's like just been born or something like that. Cause you gotta know who Cornbread the Legend is, um, in terms of what he did for the hip hop game and all that. But first I wanted to get into real briefly because I feel like, this year's XXL freshman list doesn't really require a whole lot of conversation. I feel like it's one of those. It's like when you when the list was revealed, I was like, okay, it, it, it's understandable. Like 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 they're yeah they should be on the list. The majority of them I should say should be on the list. There's like two people that I thought should have been on um on the list, but I don't even know if they really if they put out like a, a pitch or anything like that oh. to get on that John. So the two that I thought should have been on was Jid and Westside Boogie. Okay. Those were the two that I thought should have been on, but I feel like Westside Boogie is kind of too big, and I feel like Jid is kind of too good. Like I feel like I feel like this is what I think about the XXL freshman joint, right? I always feel like when they get artists on, right? I feel like how they do it is like they think like, okay, who's either just good enough, like lyrically or or, or stylistically or whatever, to come on. Um, so like 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 I feel like who's probably just good enough on that joint, like. I don't want to say Tierra Wag is just good enough. Like she's good enough to be on that joint. I mean, oh, but I feel she like she if Jib was on there, he would be the best rapper. artist on there. Yeah, cool. she's the only Philadelphia artist on there. And I'm saying that she's probably the best, like probably spitter on that joint, right? Right. I feel like she's the best spitter on there. Right. Um, but I feel like if Jib was on there, he would have brought it to another level. He'd have been like back when they had Kendrick Lamar on that joint, and everybody else was pretty much inferior to right. him. Because when Kendrick Lamar was on on, on the list. Who else is on on the list? Who, who, would, who if you was to put them on a list, who would you replace though? Uh, but you had to place re- unknowns. We, like I would, re- I would. So people that I feel like are going to have terrible joints. Say the list. Who's on Co- there? We got Comethazine. We got Tierra Wet. Okay, best we got the baby. 
That's that's a given. Lil Mosey. I don't know. Roddy Rich. That's a given. YBN Corday. Uh, it's probably a given. YK Osiris. Don't even. I never who knew who that boy was. Man. Rico Nasty. Okay, she had a good album. Gunna. Megan Thee Stallion. And Blueface. And yo, Blueface was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like you can't be on the list if you only got one song. Did you? He was on the BET Awards. Though. You didn't see that? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Is I saw. It? You know what I saw at the BET Awards? I saw what you, people. You I saw people who wasn't hyped when rappers was rapping. Like, <laughs> yeah, when, when, every, when, it seemed like everybody was just standing still, right? Yeah. It, like, it felt like the celebrities were being celebrities for. No, you know what's ironic though? When whenever like the the old school performers came on, like Mary J. Blige, like Fantasia got up there. Um. What's the what's the what's the what's the guy that sang that did the do it in the butt song? <laughs> oh my god! You know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, everybody know, know that it was an '80s song. It was an '80s song. Oh yeah, man, yeah. I don't. He, remember he that. got up there. He performed. He, you know what I mean. He yeah. did his thing. Um, but yeah, it seemed like those was like the only times that people actually uh yeah got a little entertained. I feel like people aren't. But this is what I've always been saying. People just don't show love to young boys no more, man. Like at all, ever. They just don't show love to young boys. I don't understand why nobody shows love to young boys, but nobody shows love to young boys. Um, because I mean, people do random stuff like put on people. Who is what? Have you? Did you figure out who Osiris was? Afterwards, I heard one song. I heard that he was that he was hot off of one song, but I never heard anything. For, he's he's on like a lot of features. Yeah. Um, I don't think he has a project out yet. Like most of the people on the list have a project out, but not everybody. Like Blueface doesn't have a project out. Uh, Osiris doesn't have a project out. Comethazine, I don't think, has one either. Everybody else does. Right. And everybody else. So, like, those three are like this feature people, pretty much, right now, right? So, um, yeah. So, what are your overall thoughts about it before we get into our guests? Uh, honestly, bro, like, I, I think XXL just kind of. Uh, has like a like a one sided uh, picking option. Like they should just they should just have the people vote, man. Because like Bruh. a lot of these people wouldn't make it. Like even last year's man, last year's list. It was um last year's list, man. It, it was it was bad, man. It, and you had a lot of those people that like they felt like made in Toyo. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what happened to him? You know what I mean? And then uh-huh. making that list, and then. People not fulfilling, you know, their duties as an artist. Or, you know what I mean? That's it's, it's bad. It looks bad for the the magazine is for this list. Like people people validate artists from this list, bro. So like, yeah, I, yeah. you validating people from a list that some of these artists don't even make it after they get put on this list. So mm-hmm. I just think Double uh, XL just need a, a better uh, selection in a freshman class, man. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the artists I do bang with, like the baby. Uh, Definitely good pick. Uh, shout out to your whack, uh, Philly Zone. Uh, YB and Corday. I actually I banged with his performance on the BET yeah, Awards. Yeah, he performed yeah. with uh her. It, yeah. it was dope, major. Um, Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, been doing good. Gunna. You already know. Yeah, you already know. Gonna get it, get it lit. I actually went to see him while I was in Vegas. Man, it was. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. He he performed at Drea's. Okay. Yeah, Jarius Nightclub in Vegas, man. It was dope. Shout out Gunner, man. Um, but yeah. I learned, man. I think that like huh. This list I feel like I feel like some of them was I I feel like it's it's really like like what I said earlier. This is a meh list. It's like they were all expected. Or most of them no, were expected. Most expected. Some of yeah. them was like, what? Yeah. Well they always every single year. 
they have a what person on that. No, they're I, like a how did you get on you, this you list? You know what's crazy is I felt like last year's picks was solid. I felt like they were solid because at least last year's list, everybody on there had a project out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody project just didn't do well. But I feel like in hip hop now, that's no longer a requirement. What, you don't, for your project to do well? No, for your project to be out at oh. all. Well, no. You can get- See, but that's... <sighs> See how can you, man? See this is how is it really hip hop now? When we got to go back to day one when we talked about yeah. what really is hip hop? Because is it real? Are you a really a hip hop artist if if you out, um, you get you getting features, uh, but you don't have your own project out? I mean, uh-huh. like, how can you call yourself an artist? You don't got your own project. You yeah, just, yeah, you're yeah. just jumping on everybody track like yeah. That's that yeah. got to be like number one wave rider. Like uh-huh. <laughs> it got to be like a trophy for that. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really. I think that everybody. I think that the fact that like people, so like when when, when rappers come out nowadays, right? Where they came out back in the time, like so. If you're talking about like 2015 prior, right? Everybody had to have a project out already. Everybody had to have more buzz than just a single song, right? Uh, uh, AR wouldn't even talk to you. Yeah, 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 more buzz and just a, like a couple of features and all that. You had to really be like popping, right? Right. I feel like in, due to the rise of social media and all that, that people no longer need that for real. I feel like it's becoming like much simpler. You got a new phone? Oh, uh, come on, man. You can't be you exposing me all <laughs> on the air, man. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's, it's not really disheartening. It's something else, something else, you know, to promote the show. The show will be... Uh, you know, yeah. aired aired on YouTube, and so you uh-huh. know all our previous guests. Oh, yeah, you know everybody yeah. can go back and tune in and listen into the the previous shows and all the good content that we had. Yeah, that's all. That's that, it's just that's what the new device is for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what it's for. Oh yeah, yeah. But, so, um, in terms of all that, hold on, bang on the joint real quick, little man. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of the you know freshman class, man, it's I, I like a uh, majority of this. Let's put it like that. I like uh-huh. majority of it. Um, but again, who do you think's gonna have the best freestyle? Ooh, that's that's interesting. At double XL freshman class freestyle, they always do it. Um, and it's funny how I forgot about it. But honestly, I think the baby gonna run it. You think the baby gonna run it for I real? I think the baby gonna run. You know, I think it's, it's gonna be terrible. His ah, you think well because of the bars, yeah. But I think it's it's, it's the I baby going to have the energy, yeah. The, you you yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. There we go. Uh-huh. Yeah, so let's get right into our guest, man. If you don't already know who he is, um, his name is Cornbread the Legend, man. He is um pretty much the 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 person that started uh, um the oldest form of hip hop, which is graffiti, back in 1965. Is I've had two conflicting dates, 1965 and 1968. Um, it's just which one is it before we uh, get started? 65. 65 was when it started. All right. 68 was late. Okay. Okay. I've, I've heard 60. I forget where I heard that from. So it's 65. Yes. And, and, and what made you so, so for those who don't know, who are you? What did you do? Um, and, and what did you start in, in, uh, um, in terms of like a movement? What did you start? I gave birth to a global phenomenon. I am the world's first modern-day graffiti artist, mm-hmm. the youngest person ever to establish an international art movement. I changed the historical course of my generation. Mm-hmm. 
and gave birth to a global phenomenon. Okay. Um, back then, in 1965, I was sent to reform school. Mm-hmm. And I was came home in 1967. And while I was there, I befriended a lot of gang members. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to write poet of love letters for them. Yeah. For them to their girlfriends. Okay. And they liked the way I'm on my writing style because I would write the letter and then copy it on my handwriting. They used to do the girlfriend. Girl responding back. Mm-hmm. Responding to my letters. I was writing all the game letters. Yeah, speaking to the microphone. Right. There we go. And they was like, Brad, when you get out, come down that way and drink wine with this man. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole time I was there, I like that. Just, I see their names on the walls. I would write my name next to theirs real big, real mm-hmm. big, you know. And I had cornbread all throughout this institution. Mm-hmm. We did demolish YDC Youth Development Center. Yeah. And um, the staff, the administration, the teachers, and wanted to know what prompted me to, to deface their institution like that. Mm-hmm. And I, my response to them was, you don't bother the game members when they write their names. Why you bother me? Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of messed our buildings up and you know, we want you to clean it off or we can put you in a hole. Yeah. I had a, had a defined order, man. I had a defined disorder. And I was applauded when I said, tell them, I told them, take me to the hole. You know? And that's, really? I said, yes, yes. I came in the middle of the time in the hole, came home, and I was applauded again. That's what mm-hmm. I respect. And I was um, invited to come to the neighborhoods when they got out and come, come drink mm-hmm. water with them. And I received all this attention at YGC. And the head chef was Mr. Swanson. I insist that he put cornbread on the menu because my grandma made the best cornbread in the world. And I used to badger him and pester him about him trying to change the menu. And he just got tired of me one day and just gripped me up. Let's go. And took me out to the cafeteria by sitting down and threw me on. Mr. Love, keep this cornbread up my kitchen. Threw me on the floor. And then I started laughing at me. Thought it was funny. Cornbread teasing me, caught me cornbread. I didn't mind them calling me cornbread. I get back to the unit, write cornbread in the back of my shirt. Everybody called me cornbread. So when I came home, I started writing cornbread all over the city, the same way I did to YDC. Mm-hmm. And people couldn't understand it. Why is this, who is this cornbread? Why is she writing mm-hmm. his name everywhere? I was something brand new. And everybody turned, everybody turned around, you seen cornbread. I started walking bus routes, underground subway systems, cell stops. I would go into the taxi yard with a car, taxi cars, grabbing all the taxi. I caused a psychological effect on the minds of the teenage generation. I cast expression upon their dream. I became their worst nightmare. And when the media came involved, I'm going to work one day. I read in the newspapers, cornbread is shot to death. Got to be another cornbread. Mm-hmm. Page three. I turned to page three and it read The fantastic career of Philadelphia's best known graffiti artists came to a bar and Sunday outside a hotel and bar. I'm reading about my own death. No, no. This mm-hmm. became a prescription for a disaster. I knew I had to do something bizarre, amazingly bizarre. Mm-hmm. Just that's the public attention to let me know that that still exists. I had pondered countless possibilities and I came to the conclusion. To go to the zoo. Let's prepare my name on an animal at the zoo. That's mm-hmm. natural attention. Why? Yeah. Because the zoo is a tourist attraction. Everybody gonna go to the zoo. I go to the zoo and I start walking around the zoo. Mm-hmm. When I get to the pit, I see the elephant. 
Ozzy the Zookeeper shower him down with the hose. And I'm sitting there watching him. I went to the three days. Yeah. First day I seen him shower down with the hose. Then I seen him make him in contact with the elephant. He started touching it, his ear. I'm like, whoa. Then I seen him hand hold the elephant's trunk. The elephant had been in captivity for so many years, but became domesticated tame. And he allowed the zookeeper to make human contact with him. And I concluded if he can do it, I can do it. After three days of watching this elephant, yeah. I got enough heart to go in the morning. Early in the morning, I got up about quarter to seven, six in the morning, mm-hmm. went to the zoo, went to the back, I'm on the fence, came down to the closure we was at, hopped into the pit, and I walked up to him, took the spray can off, and I started shaking the can. Yeah. He turns around, he looks at me. I don't pay me no attention. I wrote, <laughs> <And> then he, <laughs> I wrote corn, bread, lids. What about the other side? I wrote corn, bread, lids. Think that my work? Immediately when I hear about this, mm-hmm. comes out the pit. I comes out the pit. I goes off. I start by Monday morning concession stands, the trees, the park benches, the I mean, with the walls, with the animals. I, I did a job to the zoo, man. <laughs> the same thing I did to YDC. Yeah. I did to the zoo. So I'm going to my text and look at the terms that I come out. But he come out the like Scott's pulling my money. We got it. I said, oh my God. Somebody was in that zoo and called the cops. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'd have came out, if I had to hit the elephant and came one out, I'd have got away with that. But no, I went out. Be greedy like always at my just mouth to see that's Thomas. I could have got away with that. Mm-hmm. They takes me to the police station. The whole time I'm in the police station holding so every five minutes, a cop comes down and says, Yo, which one of y'all is cornbread? I said, Here, kid, give me your craft. This is like all day long, man. I'm here all day long. Mm-hmm. Give me your, I'm about all, all the cops at me border fast. Oh, it was cool. They got your hand cut. Cool. Mm-hmm. People said, well, get cool, Britain. Well, what should we talk about celebrity status, man? I'm like, you know, we're getting a taste of this. I'm liking this. I go to court. The judge is more interested in why do I write my name than what I'm in it for. Mm-hmm. Right? So he tells the um, Mr. Clerk. Happen by this name and give it back to me. He said, sign that. I go back to the judge. Give it back to the judge. The judge kept autograph. So he sent me to a community-based institution, which meant um, you stayed overnight, but in the, then at the daytime, you went up, you went to school, or you went to work. And if you got 50 points, you go home. Right. But my mom died, and my grandma died. And that didn't really happen. I had some, like, 60, 65 points. I was in Mexico. Of course, there I got three meals in the day. I got clean seats. I got fed. You know, my mom, my parents died. They said, Daryl McCray, come to the office. They said, you out of here. You discharged. I didn't know I was discharged. I had to to go home to her. And I came home in 67. My grandma died. Mm-hmm. Two years later, my mother died. I came up by myself. Okay. Right? And a lot of times, man, like, 
would be hurting her. I would be hurting. And I would go spray painting. And that's what, I was like, that was like therapy for me. That's what I did not, I didn't hurt when I wrote because I was into my zone. But when daybreak came, it's like, I don't want to get caught. So I put my spray paint down and come to paint again. Okay. Yeah. So, um, in your travels and, 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 and not in your travels, so in your work, basically, um, how did you or, 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 or what made you think of the world as a canvas? Like, why did you start thinking about everything is my canvas and not just like a paper, not just like a, a regular canvas? Why is the wall the canvas? Because um, that was the, I was your internet. Mm-hmm. I was your um, um, communicator. We didn't have computers. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have any of the modern technology that we have today. Mm-hmm. I was a communicator. Um, the city of Philadelphia, the teenagers of Philadelphia, I really like stood out above the normal teenager. Of course, my name was so you know me, right? Um, the city of Philadelphia, the teenagers of Philadelphia underwent a unique experience unlike any other city in America. We're talking about 150,000 teenagers involved themselves in a social uprise where Dr. Collins returned to name to identify ourselves. Buckshot Crew, Delta Faso, Omega Phi Beta. We adopted college fraternity names. If there was college other names, and we was always said we we placed the game. The games controlled the streets. The games controlled the streets. You couldn't go nowhere without possibly getting your butt kicked, getting shot, getting stabbed, for that matter, losing your life. Yeah. City of Philadelphia. We, we in fact that time the city of Philadelphia was um, the killing capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Chicago was. Is now, yeah. Yes, yes. But mm-hmm. back then, that's where Philly was. And I used to write letters for these guys. So I'm not one just to be following these guys around. I mean, like, you know, we was, we was I had a good report with them. But I was with the same level. I just didn't involve myself with, with things that they did. They were still good friends of mine. Um, we replaced the, this movement, we placed the gang war welfare, and we used to convene in Atlanta City um, annually. This is before the casinos came, and we used to consume all the hotels, man. That was the first wave of the hip hop revolution. That bunch was called Omega by the Sea. Okay. Nobody knows about that. New York wants mm-hmm. to say that hip hop was bred in New York. Yeah. But if you do your history at that time, you'll find that American Gangster is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. It's true that Bobby Jones, whatever his name was, left New York, went to Vietnam, and came back with all this heroin and strung all boroughs out. Queens, New York, Manhattan, Everybody was strung like research monkeys. Mm-hmm. And the movement that we had in Philadelphia, I used to be enamored to go to New York and watch everybody like by yeah, the tens of yeah. I'm like what the hell I don't understand what the hell was going on but back here in Philly Omega by the Sea we were so don't tell us we dance we practice we rehearse mm-hmm. prepare for this movement um, 
took weeks at a time, sometimes months at a time, to prepare for this. Yeah. That was happening in Philadelphia. That was the first wave of the hip-hop revolution. Mm-hmm. When that movement migrated to New York, New York put a title on it and called it what? Called it hip-hop. There you go. So, um, so you basically like, like your, your account of the history is, is, um, that, that, but for the naming, um, hip hop was founded in, in, in Philadelphia in all sorts of purposes. Hip hop was, hip hop was born and bred in Philadelphia, but see, Philadelphia is not the media capital of the world. No. New York is. Mm-hmm. Anything that's done in New York is magnified. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the gravity culture was born and bred in Philly, and so was the hip hop culture born and bred in Philly. Mm-hmm. If you do your history, 150,000 teenagers involved themselves in a social uprise. That was the first wave of the hip hop revolution. During the same time, in the same period, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of drug addicts walked the streets of New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's actually uh, I never knew that. Um, you have any questions? Anything you want to? Yeah, add? I got a quick question. So um, during the time where uh, you you begin to use you know Philly itself as your canvas, what do you think um, fascinated so many people by um, seeing your name? What do you think? What do you think that it was that made people? Um, can to to engage with the the cornbread legacy because I'm 65 today, and I was I've been relentless with this since I was 10. No, I mean during that time. What do you I'm, think? I'm telling you, from from the age of 10 to 65, I never let my foot off the pedal. It's so you hard. you think it's just just the the that the people. Seeing that you would continue to do this, like just knowing that they would continue to see the cornbread stamp continuously, is what gravitated them towards the movement. Consistency is the, is the objective that made me a dominant tower and personality to many of my peers. It has given me a legacy that will follow me to my grave. And from my grave, I can hear talk of his legacy about a man who lived a certain way. Tall tales were spun that the truth be told. I was a prospect who never struck gold. How okay. this common must have blazed the sky that not in my birth bestrow on me a lifetime of tremendous symbolism. My times in the streets was my schooling. I set record in history with this place of greatness. However, I have yet to achieve my aspiration. To achieve my aspiration? No, I'm saying it wrong. Next question. <laughs> so, um, in terms of, of, of the evolution of graffiti, a- after uh, what you were doing, how, how have you seen the evolution of graffiti? How do you feel about the evolution of graffiti? And where do you feel that graffiti is today? Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The first generation holds the graffiti culture in the pit of their midst. Um, they are true to this culture. The guys in New York, man, they live it. Mm-hmm. Um, the war writers in Philly, they live it, they breathe it. They build a world, they build a world around it. Um, we're just beginning to connect. Um, it's a way of life. Mm-hmm. It's a way of life. And 
uh, for many people, I mean, a lot of us who are economic, economic disadvantage, this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an escape route. Mm-hmm. It's a form of, uh, of, of, um, to be acknowledged, you know, um, creativity and it's an outlet, you know, um, the generations that, that comes after us, I can't really say. I can't really say. I can't really say. Mm-hmm. I would like, I'm going to tell you what I would really like. I would like, I think awards for guys that come on and we receive awards for dancing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for hip hop and for everything else. But yeah. Not the writer, not the artist. Well, I mean, some people, well, graffiti has always been a controversial issue because some people say that it is illegal in some cases where it's considered vandalism, you know? What that 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 depends on what you call art, what you call vandalism, mm-hmm. right? See, right. The, and that's that's what makes it controversial right. because now, I mean, some people would say um, tagging an elephant at the zoo is definitely vandalism, right? But, but, <laughs> Especially Peter. Uh, <laughs> okay, now 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 now. Um, with that being said, I was on the mission. Right. They just said that I was riding when the elephant was just the beginning. I was struck because I knew that the, the attention I received from the elephant is a whole lot more where that came from. Right. So I had to um, be in solitude and think of what I can think I can write my name on because I like to read myself, read about myself in the newspapers. Right. By any means necessary. <laughs> Georgie Woods. Are you familiar with Georgie Woods? I heard I, I heard the name earlier in the uh, when I was actually in the Uber down here. Okay. Um, when my Uber driver was talking about him. How about um? Damn, I can't think of his name. Okay. Georgie Woods was a, was a radio, radio DJ, mm-hmm. and he announced on the radio that the Jackson Five was coming to Philly to do um, mm-hmm. to come back. Um, the Five Stair Steps. Okay. Are you familiar with the Five Stair Steps? No. Explain that. Five Stair Steps is another singer which is like the Jackson Five. Okay. They was really hot. And the Jackson Five and the Five Stair Steps used to combat each other. Entertainment stuff and they're singing. They were really hot. Right? Okay. And um, Georgie was announced that the Jackson Five was coming to town and anybody who's interested in getting their autographs can meet them at the airport. Oh, I see an opportunity for me. I'm like a lightning bug. I shine here and I go out. I can mm-hmm. shine here and I go out. I said, I'm not the time I can shine here. Because I figured that that plane ain't come on. If I can hit that plane and I just wrote my name on the elephant, that would make me the elite graffiti artist of the world. Right. Man, I was struck with this artist about writing on this plane, man. I, I thought about this for a since I heard Georgia was talk about it. I'm thinking, how am I doing it? How am I doing it? I just got to be there. Mm-hmm. So I go in, must have been about 70, 80 people down there. I spray paint my jacket right here. And um, the plane will be arriving in 10 minutes. I can feel my palms sweating, man. The mm-hmm. plane comes in. They didn't have that security account today. You could back into death for death with it. Oh yeah, you could just walk on in and do whatever. Talk about yes. Beautiful came to town. People would meet you and meet and greet, take pictures, take it like that. So when the plane came in, it's idle for about ten minutes. I find the door and down mm-hmm. the steps. Michael came to the top of the stairwell. Don't kiss anybody. He was young. 
Yeah. Not Michael Jackson. It's a Jackson Pop. Uh-huh. Michael Tudor, Jackie Marks, Jermaine. And everybody went ballistic. Michael, that was the hottest thing in America. And Michael, Tito, Molly, Jack, and Jermaine came down the steps. Everybody went completely ballistic, screaming and hollering, trying to get to him. And he was ushered through the crowd, into the limousine, and pulled off. But in the midst of this chaos, I zip up the steps. I'm side of the plane. Side of the plane. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying. To, I didn't come in to see them. Yeah, you came in to get your name out there. Yes, yes. I went back to the airport. Everybody that left. I went. I I'm not going to take my office airplane. Mm-hmm. I said, "No way." Maybe two hours. Plane refueled, and it backed up. People start going around. I said, "That's what I'm talking about." It went this way. And it turned, and the faster it went, the louder became, and the bitch became a and I, I see that the plane took off with my name on it. I said, "Yes, yes, <laughs> yes." Mm-hmm. It goes to LA, it makes LA, and makes mm-hmm. the local news. Fully graffiti artist spray paint TWA jet. Oh, Hollywood hotshots read the article. Graffiti artist cornbread. Back then, they were making black exploited movies like crazy, getting rich. Mm-hmm. They were like just using black film, black uh, audience, black uh, um, creativity, and black mm-hmm. acting. And they were just, just, just making money off us like crazy. Cornbread will be the next one they're going to exploit. Exploit me. <laughs> That's what I, yeah. I want to be exploited. Right. So, we coming from class. The last day of summer, because we had really done a job to the city, man. We destroyed the city from up here. And Frank Rizzo was the mayor. And some students from the University of Pennsylvania got a grant from the, got a grant from the government to help us do artwork in this workshop during right. the summer. And when the summer was over, they went to the mayor to continue funding. He said, these the same kids tore up our city. Why should I fund them? No, uh-huh. the answer I'm not giving these kids nothing. So the last day of summer, we start walking downtown. Yeah. These big posters. Cornbread, cool girl, barbecue, T-Bob, I mean, I got all this attention. Now people to see why we stop the traffic. People coming up, shaking their hands, taking pictures, signing autographs. You know, people, some people give me money. So I'm at these um, representatives from a um, movie industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a proposition to me to do a movie about my life. Yeah. So um, when Earl had him talking to him, he said, "Y'all want to make a movie about cornbread? I want to be in it." Mm-hmm. The guy said, "Well, well I'm gonna sit over there and see why you can. Who are you?" He said, "My name is Earl. They call me Cool Earl." Yeah. Oh, Cool Earl. Well, keep that in mind. But cornbread, we want you to come to this office. This is where we stand at right now. We just come to this office right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. It was downtown. It wasn't far. So I left. I left. I went to see said we going to talk about a movie about this life, man. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's talk. And they had, had a whole lot of stuff already written out. I'm going to ablive it right. and play it out. Use, 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 use what they're going to use and discard what they're going to, what, what, delete what, they, what, what they're going to discard. And the first thing I think about that, I need to be a lawyer. Right. I go think of myself a lawyer. We met again. They want to know who was he and why is he here? I says my counsel. Come on, prayer. High counsel. It's the counsel. <laughs> it's all right. Your counsel, counsel for you. Mm-hmm. That's my counsel for me. 
Right. No corn, but we all on the same team. There's no council member says the whole team. That's not right. He represents the team. He still represents me. I didn't play ball with him. Right. And they insist I get rid of him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to retain my lawyer. They said like this. We don't need him. We can make the moves without him. Mm-hmm. They moved to South Side Chicago and changed everything around to basketball. The yeah. location was changed to Keith Fuchs. Um, the changes that changed from Philly to Chicago, from me and Earl to Keith Fuchs, the plot from Black Philadelphia Teenage to basketball. I just changed up everything. Changed up everything. I used my name, Cornbread, Earl, and me. You can't find those two names together nowhere on planet Earth except in the city of Philadelphia on the walls, Cornbread and Guru. That's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. So in, in, in terms of um like your 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 lasting impact and everything, how often do people um like people know that that you are the guy that started all this, right? Like you have a Wikipedia page that is literally saying like, "Yo, you're you're the, you're one of the guys that helped start this." But one interesting thing that I do see though is um, you're called the Godfather of Graffiti, and then somebody else is called the, the Father of Graffiti. Well, uh, why are you the Godfather of Graffiti, not the Father of Graffiti? I um I I like to consider myself um. The father of hip hop and the grandfather of graffiti. Okay, why would you be the grandfather of graffiti if you're the one that uh, started writing your name on the wall? Then? Because I, I, I'm, I'm the, the son of hip hop. How about that? Okay, there you go. <laughs> right, right. So, um, in terms of, do you think that in hip hop, how how do you think that 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 the culture has um, held up? Uh, graffiti as an aspect of the culture. Do you think that we faltered in certain sort some ways? Do you think that we have um, exceeded your expectation in other ways? Where do you think that well, the very came? the very very first element of hip hop was by the graph artists, mm-hmm. you know, because um, it didn't start with Jay Z and, and Benny C and none of them. They was way up top, and it's the Jews that took them where they are. It wasn't their creativity. Their creativity was started with the wall writer. The graffiti artists, and that was take notice, and everything fell in place. Mm-hmm. Here come the, the break dancer, here come the skater, here come the rapper, here come the BB with the, the b-boy dancer. You know, they're, they're all the main elements, but the very first element was graffiti. Graffiti, mm-hmm. right? It was graffiti first, then it came hip hop. Mm, so, um. In term, but like in terms of the uh, uh, the elevation or the main, main, maintenance of the elevation of graffiti or uh, of the knowledge of graffiti and hip hop, um, do you think that like rappers need to? Because this is the one, one argument I've always had is that um, in terms of, of maintaining the pillars of hip hop, um, artists today have transferred the graffiti from the walls to their bodies um, in, ter- in, in form of in the form of tattooing and all that. Could you consider that as an aspect of maintaining that? culture while yes, still yes. evolving in a certain it's way? graphic. Graphic. Mm-hmm. Graffiti is all graph. Okay. I had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and, and, and um, because I've always when I when I was thinking about like 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 the first element and I was and I was actually in the shower the other day I'm sitting there like yeah so the first element of hip hop I'm washing up and everything and I'm like the people have been dancing for for since people could dance 
and that's been like since like the dawn of people right and then I'm like but there were different forms to dance though so I was wondering when break dancing came into the fray of, of hip hop do you have any sort of timeline for that as well or no I, I you know um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything I'm just going to try to sound here, here and sound like something that I'm not uh-huh. I got caught up in the substance abuse for a lot of years okay and it was my barber He's a graffiti artist mm-hmm. named Sub. Okay. So I was cutting my hair and being my head cornbread. Man, now they, when they're like, you know, you got a big hold on this culture, man. And you don't even know what's going yeah. on because your life is so, your head is so messed up. <laughs> you got to come out of this and come, come on this front, one of these fans, uh-huh. man, and then see how you receive, man. And I say, Sub, just cut my hair, man. I don't want to hear that. I was knee mm-hmm. deep. Mm-hmm. Substance abuse, and he said, "We want to pick you up in a limousine service. We want to give you some money, and we want to buy you some clothes, man. We just want you to show up." I said, "Limousine?" He said, "Yeah. How much money you talking about? We gave me a couple of hundred. Mm-hmm. I don't know where about the clothes. I get my own clothes. <clears throat> so they came and got me in a 1963 suit up, uh, Chevy station wagon." Mm-hmm. Hit the joint and go like, eh, 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 and get oh the wow, really? Music blaring out, and I'm like, what a limousine at? This is it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I said, whoa, I'm still a drug crazy, you know. I'm still getting high, and you know, I go to this function, and it was like half an hour late. Purposely, I want, right. I want and I want fashionably. I, I, I want people to anticipate mm-hmm. my arrival. Absolutely. Oh, we gets there. We were a half a block. He turned the music up, playing eh, 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 the call rock, and we creeping up. Somebody said, "That's cornbread." And man, they had something like three, four hundred white kids from Europe came here to be part of this function and meet me. They rushed me like I was. Elvis or somebody, man. I'm like, what? It reminded me of the police at the, the police station. They pick up Kitty. Which one of y'all was calling Brad? And these, these, these kept recurring. It, it kept reoccurring in my life. People uh, uh, responded to me in this manner. Right. And we, were asked, we left there. We went to this apartment. All these apartments, all these mics, all these different magazines. And asked me all these people. People trying to ask me all these questions at the same time, and they say, well, "Where you kept asking? Where you been?" I said, "I was on drugs, man." They said, "Okay." When I left there, I went. Um, I called my call and checked in the rehab the next day. Mm-hmm. That was about twenty-five years ago. I never looked back. Good, good. I'm glad if you was able to get out of that. So how how um. Has graffiti helped maintain that reform then for you? Because it has really changed. It really changed my life around. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come into my house, my whole dining room, like, about the size of this. Mm-hmm. And the whole, everything is, um, all the walls is adorned with people that have honored me in the custom frames. You know, um, I'm just relentless about this culture because it keeps me grounded. Um, Hip hop has migrated. Did you know that? Migrated to what? To Europe. Oh, in terms of its popularity, yes. Yes. Um, Just like the movement in Philly when it migrated to Philly to New York. mm -hmm. um, 
the Bronx put a title on it and called it hip hop. Mm-hmm. That same thing that migrated from Philly to New York has migrated from New York to Europe. And what are are they putting a title on it now? That's hip hop. Same thing. Okay. Yes. Um, they asked me to come there, and they flew me there. Um, I went to Germany. I was with um stay um Berlin for three days. And the first time I got there, I thought I would just you know just chill out, and probably see people the next day. I'm not packing my clothes. I'm not gonna do. Come on, Cornbread, let's go. Go where? They waiting on you, man. That's we get some rest. We paying you money, man. No time for no rest. We paying you. I said, let's go. Right. So I had a suitcase. My suitcase, all my cornbread t-shirts in it, man. And I didn't want to take two suitcases. I had, you know, I had it. This is a really packed, packed, much as I can put in it. Right. But I didn't want to take two because I didn't, I didn't want to come home with t-shirts. So I just took one. I said, this may be enough. Man, I got there and spoke. When I spoke, they was on the phone like this texting. Cornbread is here. He got to hear what he's saying. Those three days turned to eight days. That one city turned to three mm-hmm. cities. I went to visit three different cities, man. You talking about receiving? I mean, just overwhelming disrespect and honor, man. I've never been more respected before in all my life than I was in the thousand Europe. I mean, yeah. Well, you're you mean you're a catalyst of a culture that. As you said, has um, evolved over time and has took his way from you know one city to you know across the world. Yeah. So, um, being a catalyst um, of a culture this big, um, do you see yourself um, engaging more with the culture? Like um, you mentioned something about you know awards for um, artists, you know for the, the graffiti artists, the, the accrediting the people um, who start hip hop. Um, do you see yourself? Engaging, maybe giving awards or accepting a word in the future. I get awards all the time. <laughs> I get awards all the time. Um, um, like Fifty Cent, he raps about me. Really? Okay. Yeah, I wish I saw myself in my phone somewhere. Um, he came to the show at um, um, Philly, and Benny Siegel said. Whatever you do, shout out cornbread. And he's mm-hmm. like, who was cornbread? See, me and Benny Siegel's mother used to be real close. We was like close when we were small. Mm-hmm. And then his father, we was real close when we were small. So we all grew up. Mm-hmm. But I always stepped out my bounds because I was struck. Everybody knew what I did when I was about. Yeah. Everybody knew that. So um, they, they grew up by my letters to their children. They used to always tell Benny Siegel about me when I, when I was coming up, and he used to hear tales about me. And he told 50, give Corbett a shout out. I got the song on my phone, and 50 was like, he knows what time it is. Um, I, 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 that's what I got. That's what I got. I got to break with those type of people who will be willing to invest their money with me with my story. Yeah. Because my story crosses the border. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It crosses the border. Um, 
I don't mean boundary. I mean like it crosses another culture that a lot of black people are not familiar with. Have you ever thought about writing a um, what is that? An autobiography? I have an autobiography that, I, that I've written, um, and I'm, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I was drug crazy when I was writing, and I and I wrote some real crazy. It's not crazy. It sounds good to me. Right. It sounds good to me. Um, and I tell you, I write about Tim Spencer. Tim Spencer is the director of the Anti Graffiti Network. Was Wilson Good? I don't, I don't mean to keep skipping subjects. No, no, no. It's, it's still good. on subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilson Good, when he ran for mayor, his top priority was to rid the city of ugly graffiti that turns away city business. Right, because it was it was controversial, right? But not everybody. But the city of Philadelphia was a graffiti capital of the world. We look like another another city, another war. We look, we look like a war zone. Graffiti was everywhere. Yeah, and I had left Philadelphia because when they made the movies Cornbread on Me, I went to Hollywood. I tried to sue them, but I didn't. Really? Okay. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't get never not on that mm-hmm. camera, right? So I, I guess I'll answer like, like I'm skipping something. I'm all over the place, man. <laughs> you good? I'm, I'm all over the place, man. You good? You good, brother? I'm about Wilson. Good. I didn't know mm-hmm. start right when I'm a silly No, we was talking about we was talking about the if you was the writer autobiography. Right, right, See, right, that's how we got into right, yeah. Right, right. yeah. So um, that's how crazy your life. All right, all right, all right. I wrote a but I start in front of a judge. The mm-hmm. judge, he's important. Well, actually, what he gives me is juvenile life. You you should probably change it to a novel, man. Or- or what, yeah, what is, what is the other thing? Was, uh, was, memoir. Because, a memoir. Because, um, like, I really need, I, I need some help. I'm going to be honest with you. I need some help, man. I need some help. I really need some help, man. I need some help. I got this that worldwide legacy. I need some help. But that, that's uh-huh. where, I mean, well, that's where, um, that's where you know, legacy comes, comes in. in. Yeah, internet yeah. and all of that comes yeah. in now. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, man, I am so completely illiterate. I need to be slapped in the face. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is a- after. It's just that's strange. We could say after your time now. You know, it's like yeah. before yeah. your time. It's like after I your time. I feel like I've, so in terms of like like the evolution of technology. I know that it has severely ramped up in the last couple of years. So like yeah, from the year two thousand eight, I would say when the iPhone dropped till now, it has like zoomed on ahead, and I can understand why some people would, would, would fall behind on that. Um but no, you can't say after. You got to say during. If you're still alive in the time that all this is happening, you still have. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to check out, man. And, Absolutely. You know, and, and 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 all these interviews I've done, people filming, all this stuff coming up. You know, I don't put things in order. Like anything's on about me. Let my kids get the proceeds. Some of the proceeds. I'm saying I don't have, yeah, I have to uh-huh. put that in order. Um, uh, um, a movie about my life. I need to be putting in there in the proper text, so when it's shown, let the truth be told. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of people's coming at me. They want me to come to LA and somebody want to do it. But one of my friends said, "Cornbread, there needs to be a strip about your life." I said, "I agree." Mm-hmm. I'm going to LA um, late September, early October. I told some people about you. Okay. I want to take you out there and sit down with your script writers, man, and see what we can come up with. I don't want to do that because by the time they finish with it, it's not going to be your story. And by the time they come up with all these things that they pay for, that's how they're paying you. If you got ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, you good. You gave all that up. I'm saying, mm-hmm. but if you write it yourself and you get funded, then you ain't control. Absolutely. There was actually, um, I was, uh, uh, 
I'm a big like movie history person, movie history, like TV show history kind of guy. Um, and I was re- recently re- re- going over um, Jim Henson's life and much akin to yours in terms of wanting to maintain control of his work. That's what Jim Henson was always trying to do. And Jim Henson, he was making the movie called Dark Crystal. Um, yeah. When he was, uh, 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 he wasn't really doing stuff with the Muppets. He was doing Dark, Dark Crystal stuff, right? I mean, it was, a, it was a much different take. It was one of his like visions that he had, he wanted to do. Um, a billionaire had taken over the project and basically wanted to change everything. Right. So how Jim Henson combated it, he was like, you know what? I'm going to just buy the movie from you and release it myself. So he literally got his money together and spent like 20 million and said, I'm buying the movie from you. This is like in 1980 something. So adjusted for inflation, he spent like $50 million and bought the movie back and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, actually, to, we're about to wrap up the show in just a second, too, though. I wanted to um, have everybody just, like, you know, figure out how they can get in contact with you um, and what's coming up next for you, actually. Well, I have a show coming up um, July 22nd at Paragram um, Gallery at 4th and Fitzwater. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a street show coming up, possibly, um, at 12th and York. That's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um um, I'll be going to London and poss- possibly Italy. Okay. You know, I like going overseas. I, 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 I get treated real good to go to Europe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm writing now. I'm, 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 I really want to get my, my book out before I'm still breathing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested in when you're going to release a book too. Yeah, yeah. Be a ni- it's going to be a nice story. What I wrote has to be completely revamped. Yeah. I'm writing about when Wilson gave me the job. Um, the guy who was the, who was the executive director of the Anti-Graffiti Network. He died from AIDS. You know, he was like that. And we had a personality clash. He might have been the executive mm-hmm. director of the program, but I was the star of the show. Right. And I just got a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And we got hired on this job, and I went out and put all these nice suits, man, <laughs> briefcases. I come to work with guys, as we often do. Right? <laughs> so, so I come to work with the guy. I stepped off the pages of GQ, and he stood there like that. He looked at me in a little, he looked how I am. We just didn't hit it. So, um, he f- tried to fire me. Yeah. His office and closed the door. He said something to me. We could have verbal confrontations right in his office. He said, man, Why don't you just go out and clear your desk out, man, and just go home? I'm, I'm, I'm letting you go. Mm-hmm. And so he let me go. He didn't let me in. Wilson Good hired me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Why don't you just sit there and do what you're supposed to do? Because you wouldn't be sitting there if it wasn't for me. Understand mm-hmm. that? Well, I think the best thing is that, uh, you know, history always repeats itself. And now you have an opportunity to revamp your story. And um, in this new digital age, it's, it'd be quite very easy for you to get the same attention you got before. Um, you're a well-known legend in the city, um, well-respected. And um, I believe I believe a lot of people would jump on wave if we heard that, you know, the legendary Cornbread was releasing a memoir, a book, um, or even uh, some type of film. Absolutely, man. There are well, plenty of people that want to do something like do that. Do you have um, any uh, social media that people could maybe follow you on and stay in touch I, with what I you're going on? I can at Cornbread the Legend on Instagram and Cornbread1, the number cornbread one philly at gmail.com that's okay. my email and cornbread the legend 
Yes, Cornbread the Legend is actually on our social media on the page. Um, so if you want to go on to follow the mic at 106.5, don't, oh wait, no, follow the mic follow the, the mic 106.5 on Instagram at the mic 106.5 on Instagram and you will see Cornbread's name up on there, um, on one of our posts. It actually is the most recent points we just did up. Um, he is tagged up in that thing. He is, um, mentioned in that thing as well. So you can always click on that, get in contact with Cornbread. Cornbread. Thank you for coming through to the mic, man. I'm very, very happy to have our our our, our first of the legends on here, and literally in more ways than one, first of the legends on here. It's my pleasure and it's my honor. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You. Um, and we are going to close out today on the show with um the fall and with the song that we haven't played in a while. When you're booked with Hot Shot and with um Don Suavo, man. So next week we're going to have Mira Fontaine on the show, bro. Yeah. It's been a good time, man. It's going to be a hot, hot month next month, too. We got some good people coming on next month, too, man. Because next month is going to be the first month in hey, July. It's a hot summer, baby. This is exactly. The That's what all the ladies are saying right up. now. Yeah. All the, all the ladies got this hot summer thing going on, man. Ever since Megan Thee Stallion and them came out, that's what they coming out here saying, bro. It's a hot summer. So. Hot summer. This is Jason Guapo and The Six closing out on of the mic. Next week, we're going to have... Mira Fontaine, that's who it is. Mira Fontaine's coming on next week, man. This is first uh, Don Sable with the fall, and then next we got on after him. It's going to be Hot Shot Shakur with uh, When You're Booked, man. So peace out, y'all. Love y'all. Be the hardest fault, you didn't mean to call it off. My phone ringing off the hook. Ay, you didn't have to get involved. No, you need a ringing crib. No, I love to watch you walk. Ay, even if it's all my life, maybe we should sit and talk. Need to get these feelings off. Ay, before we fall apart, we need to part our ways, baby. Break it off and take a break, it's all the same, lady. Maybe I'm the Uber that's been driving you crazy. Pick you up and take you to the avenue, baby. Let you meet my friends and it's deeper than my family. Hey. I hope you wonder. Understand it's some things I ain't over with. Say so you need a ride, then I gotta get sober quick. You been on my mind even when I say you're busy. If I got the move, then I know you're moving with me. I could be the fast lane, you could be the Bentley. Drive me like a new toy, ride me like a 10 speed. Couple just split the other side, turned to envy. Like I was Charlemagne, this shit is far from fame. We talk for all the days, you won't respond again. Wonder what's going on. Hey.
like right you. Army. Say bye.